Hello, I'm Dr. Beverly Wright, Executive Director of the Business Analytics Center at Georgia Tech. This is the Analytics Buzz, a podcast about trends, tools, techniques, and talent related to data science and analytics. Our podcast uses an interview format with industry and academic leaders and is intended for analytics-interested business professionals from the U.S. and beyond. Thank you again for listening to the Analytics Buzz. With us today, we have Dr. Jan Magestro, Vice President, Research Director at International Institute for Analytics. And the subject of our talk today is on understanding inherent risks in analytics. Welcome, Dan. Thanks for joining us. I wanted to start with um, a little background on who is Dr. Dan Magestro. Sure, and thanks for uh, inviting me to participate in this podcast. So currently I'm the research director at a firm uh, called International Institute for Analytics, and we specialize in helping uh, really companies of all sizes, but primarily large companies, kind of navigate all the aspects of uh, you know, building analytics capabilities and uh, doing analytics uh, kind of in large you know, enterprise corporate settings. So whether it's you know, how best to kind of organize your talent and your teams, or it's how to recruit that talent, or it's how to you know, make investments in technology, or the, all, you know, how to partner effectively with the business or with uh, kind of with different different functional areas in, in your organization. Uh, all those aspects of building analytics programs is, is what kind of what we do. Awesome. And my role in that is to coordinate the yeah, coordinate the activities between our uh, our clients, so the many companies we work with sounds like fun so we're talking about yeah, I bet we're talking about understanding inherent risks in analytics today um, when we talk about that what kind of analytics are we are we referring to so for example in the framework of descriptive diagnostic predictive prescriptive are we talking about all or is the discussion of risk only applicable to maybe higher level of analytics help us understand the context in the playing field yeah we're really So even some simple reporting and BI functions, you could have um, certain risk as well as advanced cognitive, you know, um, solutions and things like that, right? Exactly. Like if, if your job 
you have different analysts whose job is to provide uh, you know, monthly reports to you know senior leadership or to your own VP. You know, some of that might feel pretty rinse and repeat, bread and butter type work, but mm-hmm. there are choices you're making in how you how you visualize that information. You know, what kinds of filters you apply. How do you remove outliers? You mean those kinds of things at a pretty straightforward, basic levels. You know, the, the spectrum of analytics can still you know, there's still choices that the analyst is making that will you know ultimately affect decisions that you know create risk. And the word risk here really maybe it can be thought of as more uncertainty. And including, including more data in that report doesn't mean that you're necessarily alleviating the uncertainty that's in that information or the uncertainty that goes into the decision based on it. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you, so when we talk about the term risk, um, are we referring to the business risk that comes from the results and how they're used, or are we thinking more in terms of the risk from the actual analytics process itself, or is it something else? Help us, what, is, what do we mean when we talk about the risks? Yeah, the answer is the same. It really is all, <laughs> in mm-hmm. the sense that uh, you know, there are risks, uh, maybe studying at the end like you did, there, there are risks in the decisions that are being made, and probably the easiest way to think about that, the, the, risk inside, the risky side of analytics is that if you are presenting, you know, three scenarios to a senior leader and, you know, your role in the organization is kind of an analytics practitioner, you're presenting three scenarios, decisions that went in, you know, you kind of selected those three scenarios, work went into coming up with those three scenarios, and those three scenarios might not be the right three, three scenarios. And the very nature of business decision-making is that, you know, it's, it's nuanced, it can be quite uncertain. Gotcha. It, it sounds like the nature of these risks are somewhat hidden um, and that it, they're not really obvious and that they maybe occur at different decision points throughout the analytics process. Is that accurate? Or what can you add to that? That is accurate. Yeah, that is accurate. I think the way I like to think about it, in my past was kind of as an analytics doer, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, kind of back in the day. And I, I think, again, I think there's, there's an awareness in, as you're sitting at your desk or your team is kind of working on a project, there's an awareness that you're making choices in your analysis, in your algorithm, in your utilization of, of data, in your, your uh, application or regression analysis and utilizing the coefficients and all that kind of stuff. That there's an understanding that there's a, 
there are choices being made in the process, but I think the risks in those choices, and maybe more importantly, the aggregate, you know, the aggregation of those risks or those choices can often get lost, and certainly when you get to the point of presenting alternatives to a decision maker, yes. like the chief marketing officer is kind of a nice example, it's, it can be very cloudy, it can cloud the decision to be trying to con- communicate all of these you know, assumptions and choices and risks you know, in a 30-minute meeting, and that's not the point of, the, I think, this discussion is to advocate for that. I think the point is that there is a, there are, there are risks, there's an awareness of those risks that I think needs to be captured, and, and from an enterprise viewpoint, as an enterprise aspires to manage risks, this is a risk that I think should, you know, should be given attention in certain industries, like financial services, for example, are, they're, they're very familiar and comfortable with the notion there's risks in, you know, in model choices or in data choices, and it's just kind of, it's kind of translating some of that understanding from maybe one industry that mm-hmm. has learned from some of this mm-hmm. uh, into, you know, other industries or, you know, analytics is such a hot topic, mm-hmm. you know, my, my entire firm is, is built around it, and just kind of increasing that mindfulness around some of the assumptions and risks that, that factor in. I tell my students all the time, um, they people on the outside don't really realize how many decisions have to be made by the analyst when they're running through the process. And it sounds like um, throughout that process, there can be all kinds of things that are um, that are creating this risk. But is risk the same as bias, or is there a different uh, is there a difference between those two? There's a difference. I would say that part of it's like a semantics. I think the when we think about biases or errors in kind of in the process, mm-hmm. let's just say bias is kind of a fair way to say it. I'd say the risk comes from the bias. Mm. So, you know, the, and the biases can be of very different types. So I think it's, it's the, the fact that there are different sources of bias that lead to the need to have a, a risk viewpoint on the process of analytics or on the recommendations that are made out of an analytics project. It's, you know, it's the unintentional and sometimes intentional in a business context there are biases that analytics is not immune to just because it's more data-driven doesn't mean that the you know, the, the leanings of a senior leader or even the leanings of an analyst don't, don't you know, reflect, you know, intrinsic biases in, in the process that, that uh, you know, I think needs to just need to be really mindful of. Gotcha. Well, and I wanted to talk about that awareness. Do you, do you think most analytics managers are um, aware of these risks that are happening and are some more common than others? Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that preconceived notion, you know, factors in. 
Is there analyst-only information about, let's say, let's take a project to put something neatly into a, a package, but within a given project, is there analyst-only information to know about how that project worked? Like, are we um, kind of, you know, sort of a us-them <laughs> mentality on some of the details and, and some of the decisions that had to be made um, in, that, in that way? Would you characterize it differently? Yeah. Thing for, for most 
Gotcha. It's just become very uh, kind of process oriented the way I'm kind of describing it. Mm-hmm. But you know, as we as we look back at the financial crisis and think about the role that analytics and data played, and one of the, and one of the many players in that crisis was was the utilization of information uh, improperly or failed to failure to recognize some of the biases or lack of information that went into what felt like data decisions. Mm-hmm. If you think about the financial crisis that way and then apply it to crises that can happen in other industries, uh, it's the same kind of thing. So it's just treating analytics uh, functions within an enterprise risk management context can be can be a great step forward for organizations to, to take that kind of higher level of, of responsibility around it. Gotcha. So to give a, a concrete example, um, Using something really simple, for example, if if a team of analysts say, "Okay, we're going to take this data set and we're going to filter out certain records," and they they made the decision to do that as a team based on a certain criteria that they've established, um, but really, kind of only they know that level of tactical. Maybe they communicate to the manager that um, you know we removed uh, certain records that we felt were invalid for whatever reason. Is that the kind of risk that you're talking about? Is that in even in that that's a simple example, but even in the filtering and the decision that had to be made as far as removal of records, that there's a certain risk that was embedded that the maybe the analytics community can relate to, but the managers are just looking at it as, okay, we sort of trust that you guys are gonna, you know, manage what's valid and what's not and be able to make those decisions on our behalf. Yeah, I think that's a great example. I think it, it, it's nice in a couple of ways. I think one is that you know, the, the decisions that are made on a daily basis mm-hmm. in, in an analytical process don't have, don't have to feel that big. I mean, the example you're giving, it might be that removing some outliers or some records has really no material effect. Mm-hmm. Now, material obviously becomes a, you know, a pretty big word to throw around in any context, whether it's financial or legal or anything. So it's a lot gets baked into that word. Mm-hmm. But I think but the spirit of it is that, you know, very tiny things really don't need to matter. Right. They never need to, you know, they get mentioned in the team meeting, but they never have to. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be recommending that that show up on a slide, and, you know, presented to a C-suite decision maker. Right, <laughs> right. But it might but matter. I, but, I think, but I think. But the but other point of that is that I think having the the recognition mm-hmm. that, that that is a choice, as you said, like you say to your students, mm-hmm. that that choice that's being made is it matters. And I think the, one of the big challenges, and I think one of the one of the solutions to this in terms of when it comes to the risks that we can maybe get into around talent. One of the challenges to this is given the shortage of analytics professionals out there, mm-hmm. businesses that are businesses face, you know, and aspire to be making decisions with information and skill sets they don't necessarily have enough strength in or as much strength as they could have. So I think that it's the fact that oftentimes the folks that can be positioned to be doing some of this analysis, and again, whether it's building a report or doing a very advanced model, they they might not have the or the mindset develops sufficiently enough to see that choice they made as being a bias or being you know, something they could aggregate into a into a you know into a recommendation that's been you know that's been tilted by that by those choices. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. so, so, so one of the big recommendations coming out of this is just that just that you know, the, the awareness of the importance of visual thinking skills and you know, with professionals, the risk of, of, of utilizing tools that embed some of the analytical process in a tool itself and kind of putting it in the hands of, of folks that maybe don't have kind of the right, you know, the right uh, problem-solving experience to kind of understand 
Okay. So to summarize um, ways to reduce the risks that I've heard you say in the past few minutes is um, the education, the level of experience. Uh, some of it has to do with just the critical thinking about their decision, the awareness and recognition, um, possibly include a model, model risk management function. Um, and then look at your talent and especially the tools when you, um, you're looking at more and more tools that are coming out that are kind of that black box mentality, the, the push button, you get a result and make sure those are in the hands of the right people. Are there other pieces of advice or, or is there one, one piece of advice that you would give to an analytics professional when it comes to risk? Very good. Very good. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Dan Magistro, VP, Research Director at IIA, for talking to us about understanding inherent risks and analytics. Thank you again. Okay. Thanks, Bye. 
Thanks again for listening to the Analytics Buzz, a podcast about trends, tools, techniques, and talent related to data science and analytics. Please connect with the Business Analytics Center at Georgia Tech via our website. And join my network on LinkedIn, Dr. Beverly Wright, Executive Director of the Business Analytics Center. Thanks again and have a great data set.